Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Lead Your Tribe. My name's Kyle Wood, and with me is my co-host... Dale Sidebottom. How are you, Kyle? <laughs> Good. Dale's just... Do- well, you'll be able to see this because we're actually... This is our first episode on Dale. On, on Dale. This is our first episode on Dale. This is our first episode on video, and you'll be able to see Dale lassoing, and you'll be able to see me <laughs> wildly gesticulating throughout the entire call. Awesome, mate. You get those going, going everywhere. I'm, I'm actually, I just spoke to you a little bit before. My voice is a little bit hoarse. I've been running a number of virtual sessions lately that, I, like, when I think about what I'm actually doing, it's so crazy that yesterday I had 150 year seven students in Darwin that were running this virtual fun session. Today I had 140 year eight students. I can't see them. I'm running an hour and a half session. So the energy that I'm bringing is crazy. And I, I think they like it. I've been getting some nice messages that it's gone well, but um, at the end of the day, I don't know. So 2020 is a bloody strange year, Kyle, and I would have never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing, but at least I'm working and it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw that picture of you the other day that you're – you guys are married now, yeah. Wife took, and uh, and and yeah, of you like doing your thing, you know, in your office in front of in front of your laptop, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty different. It's um, mate, seriously, just jumping and and like getting excited at a screen. It's I find it really hard because you don't get. It's like anything. The more you do, you just sort of become. This is a new world we live in, but yeah. Uh, it's like running our face-to-face sessions. It, it's that interaction. It's the response you get that I don't actually get that now. So, And that's where sometimes my, my timing's maybe a little bit off because I don't actually know when to start or when to finish the next one. So you're sort of waiting on a message, go on to the next one, do this from the teachers in the room. And um, I did a corporate one yesterday. Anyway, it's, uh, it is cool. I'm I'm feeling healthy and fit because I'm not traveling anywhere. So each morning I get up, I've got my routine and then I come and present and then I'm done and I can do other things. Whereas normally now I'd be at an airport or I'd be flying somewhere. So Mm. there are positives with everything going on. And um, yeah. So anyway, uh, how have you been, mate? Yeah, I've been, I've been really good. Um, we, We can talk a little bit more about it at the end. Uh, course it gets to me i don't want to talk about it uh but yeah i'm i'm putting together this group the fellowship that uh we're going to be doing like a three-month program together and uh, that's actually a conversation around that's actually one of the things that's inspired today's episode which is all about how to be yourself online which i don't know about you but saying that out loud it's like well you just be yourself but the reality of it is is much trickier than that isn't it Mm, it, it is. And it's one of those, uh, I suppose it's like anything, the more you do something, the easier that becomes. But mm-hmm. when you're starting out and you haven't done much of it, um, do you know what? there are people and there are armchair critics everywhere. And um, a lot of the time, what I've found is that these things I used to worry about, people don't even care because they're so busy living their own life or doing <laughs> their own thing. Um, yeah. you, just, you just need to get started, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we uh, inadvertently. It's just part of the human condition, isn't it? That we like sort of put ourselves as the center of the universe. Yeah, we- and yeah, and we get, we get really paranoid about what other people are thinking about us. Um, <clears throat> but the reality is that yeah, every everyone else is the same. They're like worried about what everyone's thinking about them. Uh, you know, 
Brene Brown has a great thing about like when we see someone else being like really vulnerable, we see it as courage. But when we do something vulnerable, like we do something vulnerable ourselves, like, you know, put a video on Instagram or, you know, write a, about something we care about, uh, we see that vulnerability as weakness. We see it as an opportunity for people to attack us. So that might be a good place to start is that just flipping that and being like, oh, if I post this, if I share this with people, if I be myself, that's actually just doing that without coming up with any clever content or anything like that. Just doing that is going to help help give someone else permission and the courage to maybe show up as themselves in their own life too. Yeah, and mate, I could not agree more. But um, actually, doing that is really hard. So yeah, uh, like let's you talk said, about that. that is that is amazing, and I couldn't agree more. But I'm probably in a position like yourself that I've been putting myself out there for so many years that I'm comfortable with who I am. My online presence is very similar to the person I am, and the people in my tribe that follow me and yourself. Do you know what I mean? They know that person, they like that person and are happy with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the the biggest thing is here with obviously being yourself online is that you need to accept that person yourself. You need to be happy with who you are and what you're putting mm. out there. And um, I, I don't know, I, I don't really have any advice besides you just need to keep persisting, keep doing it. You need to keep mm-hmm. turning up. Um, and, and probably the biggest one is, don't copy other people. Like yeah. don't look at what other people are doing and say, oh, I want to do that and try and be them because people yeah. will see through that. That's not authentic. That's not who you are. Um, but it it's easier said than done, isn't it, mate? And it will be exhausting as well if you're trying to constantly emulate someone else rather than be yourself when you're online. Like you get burnt out really quickly too because, you're yeah, and then you'll start feeling like a fraud and that's going to add all this other stuff that you don't need to deal with right now. So, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to try and break down what what maybe, yeah, those first few steps are. So, the first thing we're saying is that it will get easier. So, let's put that light at the end of the tunnel. But uh, actually, like, finding your voice, finding what that sounds like because for so long with the way, like, so you are a teacher, you know, with schooling, we've talked about schooling before, but, you know, with schooling, you know, you kind of taught to have the same voice as everyone else, you know, unless you had maybe a good teacher who really encouraged you to encourage that part of you to flourish. Uh, so, we we end up writing and presenting a version of ourselves to the world that we think the rest of the world wants to see. <clears throat> and what we, what that, what tends to happen then is that we tend to like, we tend to, you know, scrub down all like the edges of ourselves, which is the parts of us that are interesting. Mm. It's the parts of our personality that people connect to because they're like, oh, I do that goofy thing too. But if we're so paranoid about creating a version of ourselves that's accessible to everyone, then we end up like losing that ability to be able to connect because people can't connect to us if we're like this ideal version instead of our actual human self. And that's, and I think that's where I do a lot of podcasting with other people and they say, oh, I'll go back and edit out all the ums and the pauses and the ahs. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's how you speak. That's who you are. So when you have a conversation with someone normally, do, do you somehow edit that out? And I, <laughs> no one speaks perfectly. And I always have been told, and I'm a big believer in this, that you should embrace your imperfections. 
that's as you just said there, Kyle, that's how people are going to relate to you. If you're perfect, mm. if you're using filters and you've got this amazing tan and you look shredded all the time, like people don't relate to that because that's not normal. You know, if there are imperfections you have with the way you talk, the way you do pauses, different things like that, people like that. That is how yeah. you build a tribe. That is how yeah. people can actually relate to you because if you are perfect, then then people feel, they feel, I don't know, what's the word, inferior. They they they're like, oh, they're so good. I'll never live up to that. I don't want to put myself out there because I won't be as good as that person. And that's not the way to be. I My thing is, and with any video I do now, Kyle, or anything, I've got a rule. It's one take. And if I stuff it up, <laughs> then that's part of the video. Do you know why? <laughs> because that's what's happened. And, yeah. and if you can spend all day on one video or you can do it once, upload it, get it done. People may only watch it once yeah. and they won't even notice. Who cares? Uh, so, yeah. again, it comes down to time as well. If you want to make everything perfect, then you'll probably end up doing a third or a quarter of the work you could do without being embracing your imperfections and building that audience yeah. that follow you because they like who you are. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And and help, that helps you be consistent as well, which I think we'll talk about in, a, in an upcoming podcast episode. <clears throat> so, you know, we can get stuck at that. It, we can get caught up in perfectionism in creating, doing it, doing it again, doing it again, doing it again. But part of what we need to do is just ship it. We need to hit the send button. We need to hit the upload button. We need to hit the publish button because that is how we learn how we get things out there. Yeah. So definitely start where you're at. And I've, also I've got a bit of a story to share about my experience when I first started blogging because I've done that for like 10 years now. It's like, Growing into how I make a living. A decade. Well done. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it was 10 years in July and I that well, that boot camp idea has been around and I completely dropped the ball, which is with everything that's happened this year. I didn't do any sort of celebration. So, maybe we'll do a big like 11th birthday and I'll work Legs out 11. something fun to do. Uh, but, yeah, back when I started, I wrote at a blog called kylewoodfitness.com and you can probably find like a version of this website somewhere um, on like one of those archive websites. And, uh, like, I really I really wanted to write. I wanted to share. I was, you know, early days as a trainer. I wanted to share with people about the stuff I was learning about nutrition and fitness and movement. And I was very passionate, as we are as trainers, about, like, the people in my life knowing, you know, how important it was to exercise and move. And because I was in that phase as well where I was like, oh, my God, all my friends are going to die of heart disease and <laughs> <laughs> if they don't start exercising. And so, part of why I wrote these blogs was as a way to, to like sort of share information with them as well. But, I, yeah, I really struggled with, with writing because after finishing writing something, it always felt like, the article felt heavy, like there was there was too much in it. I was trying to explain too much or I went into like too much detail and it didn't read like the articles of people who I liked watching, you know, or, or reading their stuff online. And same with like videos, like if I recorded a video, it'd be like 10 minutes long for me to say the same thing that someone I really like would say in a one-minute video. And there'll just be all this extra words and stuff. And I'm reading a book at the moment called um, On Writing Well, which by William, I can't remember his last name, uh, which is really helpful about this. And he talks in the book about how with your writing, you want to like go back and almost like get rid of 50% of what 
you've written because he's like we do add all these you know unlike video where where you leave in all it is good to leave in all that stuff but to go back and just get rid of all those filler words because they're actually getting away from your message and what will usually be left is your actual words and what you're trying to say because the stuff we tend to add is the stuff that we feel like we need to add because you know we we've been reading our bank statement and it's got all these <laughs> you know like you know corporate letters and stuff like that have all this extra filler political stuff has all this extra filler words and we add it into our writing and like so, often when we're doing videos in the early days we add it into our videos and i've noticed doing retakes of videos the more times i retake it like the worse oftentimes the video gets, gets you keep adding because more. then i'm overthinking it as well yep. and i'm overthinking and i'm like thinking about it stuff and it's not just flowing and so same thing with your writing the writing is opposite you want to go back and try and get rid of a lot of words and that can be a really helpful place to start in even writing descriptions for your instagram posts and stuff like that go back break it down to the simplest words don't feel like you know, as trainers, it can be really easy to get, although I guess this podcast not for trainers anymore, is it, Dale? But as- Everyone. As, well, as, yeah, no matter what your profession is, you can get really bogged down in feeling like you need to explain every single detail, every single step. And that's not powerful writing. That's, uh, that's a tutorial. That's the manual to your oven. Like- <laughs> You know, which, who gets their Humiliate manual out from the uh, Yeah, who gets that out and just reads that for enjoyment? They don't. <laughs> so, you actually want to err on the side of like under explaining yourself. Let the people reading it come to the conclusion that you're trying to make rather than pointing it out really obviously. And uh, if people have questions at the end because you haven't explained maybe things in a way that they understand, that's actually a good thing because it means they're interested in what you're writing and it means they're engaging with it. But if you constantly over-explain yourself in videos, in uh, writing, you know, there's like sort of the two big ways people put things out at the moment, you're not leaving that space for the reader or the watcher to kind of like insert themselves into the conversation. Mm, I, I like that. And I was just listening, going like I and I think this is another great point, putting yourself out there online. I don't like writing. So if you're same as me, Kyle, don't do not do much writing. Do you know what I mean? Like I am very minimal with what I write because I don't write as well as I can talk. So then how do I put myself out there online? Well, predominantly through either photos, video, audio, um, because I feel I can build a better connection with the audience and my message comes across better. So I think anybody listening that there's so many mediums or ways for you to engage with people, build your tribe, um, but don't do it in a way that isn't like natural, authentic for you. If you mm. struggle writing um, and you don't, you don't like it, you're probably going to put it aside and you won't do it much. So, so don't worry about writing much. Do minimal instructions or minimal writing and find another way that really you know, suits your personality, your style um, and what you're mm. comfortable with because like starting to put yourself out there, if it's something that is really challenging, really tough and, do you know what, you're not going to do it. You're going to find ways yeah. to find excuses. You're going to procrastinate and that is a lead way to mm. fail because you're not going to get yourself out there and people can see through that. When I do a lot of writing, people aren't going to relate to it because the writing's rubbish. So 
instead of that, start doing a video. And I and I think this is the same with even equipment and everything. Even if you don't have the best equipment, I know first YouTube videos I released about eight or nine years ago. Oh, it was a really windy day in St Kilda in Melbourne, and um, like I didn't have any mics or anything, so it sounds like we're in a wind tunnel and we're playing these silly games and things. And the games are great, but all the comments are like, oh, are you in a wind tunnel? Jeez, it's windy. So, like, who? it doesn't matter, though. Like, I got them out there, and I think it's yeah. the same as anything. Now I realise, oh, you need to have wireless mics. Oh, you need to have lighting. Yeah, you need yeah. to do it in better situations. But the only way you figure that out is by doing it, putting yourself out there. Yeah. And I look back at them now and I laugh. And I always say this as well, Cole, go back and listen to our first podcast and that I, they are cringeworthy. But how do you get better? It's by doing it. And it's the same yeah. as like the same with your writing. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got to start somewhere. You started with your yeah, Coldwood exactly. Fitness blog. It may yeah. you'd probably look at it now and go, Oh, that is that is yuck. It doesn't represent me. I'd I don't like that. But that's yeah, who the, you were. And that shows the growth yeah. you've had by yeah. putting yourself out there. Yeah. And that yeah, and that's where it starts because by writing something and putting something out there or doing a video and being like, I wish that was better, that's actually a that's actually a good thing because then the next time you do it, you're going to it is it's very iterative, like, you know, bit by bit, it's going to become better. But you have to start somewhere. And uh there's a great there's a video I'm gonna link it in the show notes, or I don't know, maybe I can like work out a way to put it in here we can even listen to it um it's by ira glass who's a american broadcaster does this american life in the u.s it's a great thing on creativity and he talks about how when we start out we have this vision of this thing that we have like in our mind we have this vision of this thing that's like you know it's awesome it's going to be this it's going to be that it's going to be da, 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 da. and then we sit down and we try and record the video or we try to write it out and it's what we actually create is nothing like what like the it. thing is that we have in our mind. It's nowhere near as good. And that's like a lot of people stop there because they're like, well, this is crap. Like I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what to deal with this. But that's where everyone starts. So we all start there and then we, you know, we do the next one and then it gets a little bit better and we do the next one. It gets a little bit better. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's where... Uh, you sort of alluded to it earlier about comparison, like copying other people, but comparison also we were talking about earlier is just comparing yourself to other people can be another reason not to start because you see what they're doing, you see the level they're at, but you don't know everything that's gone in to get there. Uh, There's a guy I follow, I was talking about the Ready State the other day, Kelly Starrett, um, he's been running stuff online for a while now, probably about 10 years. And uh, and I was like thinking about how, you know, it's just sort of the progression of where he's come from, sort of these like videos on his someone holding a phone to like they've got like a professional area where they can like film all their videos and someone actually like filming with proper camera and sound and everything. Um, but the old videos I used to watch weren't even his original videos. He'd been doing stuff for like 10 years before that that were even worse quality, yes. <laughs> even more rough around the edges uh, that that I hadn't even seen. I just came, came across them the other day. And it's so, yeah, like w- we see the end result. But, yeah, like he's had 20 years he's put in to get to, to that <laughs> point. 
So, and, you know, so you start can't, where you're at. You can't ever – like, that's the thing. Like, you can never, ever compete with that, and nor should you. You, you shouldn't want to compete with that. Do you know what I mean? And, what and I, this is a hard thing to say, but I look at somebody like that and I'm like, wow, that's amazing what they've been able to do. Imagine mm. if I start now, what I can do in five mm. years, ten years, and that's use them as motivation, not yeah, yeah. comparison. And that's yeah. – and that's again, it, it is very hard when you start out because you'll get, you don't get much feedback from anyone at the start besides sometimes like, oh, you mucked this up, or there'll be negative people, armchair critics that, that do you know what I mean? They're probably trying to be nice, but it's not what you need to hear. And yeah. um, they, they, they don't realize what their words are saying. And you'll get 99 good comments and you'll get one bad one, and that's the only one you'll focus on. And it takes a long time to be able to overcome that. And what I've found is that, you just need to keep going, and a lot of the time, that one negative comment is not a reflection of you. It's a refer- the reflection of the person saying it because they they want to probably do what you're doing. They want to put themselves out there, but there's something stopping them. So instead of being positive or embracing what you're doing, they'll find an imperfection in what you're doing. So, I yeah, I I love the idea, and I love looking at what people are doing. And I know when I start down, like I'd love to be able to do that. And that's great. Use that as motivation. But now what I'm like is like once you start, you find that you're different than everyone else and you need to be different than yeah. everyone else because if you like someone else, they'll follow that other person because they're better <laughs> than you. So yeah. you've got to embrace the imperfections. You've got to get started. Don't let armchair critics shoot you down. And the only way you learn, it's like progressing in years at school. Each year your writing gets better. You're singing, you're counting, you sport. It's the same as your videos, your blogs, your audio, your websites, it gets better each year with the more work you put in. It won't be perfect at the start. Don't expect it to be. Mm. Yes. So circling back to being yourself online, I guess the reason we've ended up talking so much about getting started in comparison and things like that is because I think we get away, we use that as an excuse to stop starting. Just stop, stop starting. Do I, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah to, to not stop start. starting. Yeah, not yeah, getting, yeah. not getting the ball going. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And just like, just in that way, like you know, using these excuses, stop starting. But yeah, another excuse that does come up is the the one about like I don't know how to be myself online. But what we're saying is that that will take time, and your voice will start to emerge the more that you use it. But yeah, so don't feel like that what you're going to create to begin with is going to feel 100% like your voice or 100% representative of you because to start with, you are going to be kind of drawing on other people. Uh, For those of you who like numbers and systems, one rule you could start applying is a two-to-one rule. That's like the two ears, one mouth thing. (laughs) So, you know, in terms of your consumption, so listening to uh, listening to other people, browsing social media, things like that, for every two hours that you spent doing that, you should spend an hour creating. You should Ooh, spend an hour dang. doing something and putting it out there into the world. So not just like creating something, but actually like getting it out so other people can get help from it as well. So that's a good rule too because often that goes way out. We'll consume 20 hours of stuff for five minutes of creating and then we wonder why we can't find our voice and it's like that's because we've got all this noise of these other people in our heads and if you look at back through history at like great creators musicians you know writers 
uh, and now like filmmakers and stuff like that, if you look at how much time they spend creating, it's a huge chunk of their day. It'll be like two, three, four, five hours of their day that's dedicated to creating, not reading other people's books or browsing their Instagram. So that's a, yeah, that can be a really good way to to develop your voice, really practical tip. Mm, because I, I know a lot of people probably think, oh, yeah, but that's research. But I look at it, it can be research to a certain extent, but then it yeah. becomes time wasting and procrastination and it's just another excuse. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm searching, I'm, I'm viewing other content, whereas <laughs> I sometimes think that that's just another way to put off. Actually, like you said, putting yourself yeah. out there, getting started, and then it reminds me of like, you know, when you you finish primary school or uh, intermediate school, elementary school, and you go to high school, as a teenager, you don't know who you are. You're still trying to figure out so many things, hidden puberty, all these things going on. It's very similar to starting like your online journey or, or putting yourself out there as a name, a brand that you don't know exactly who you are. And the only way to mm. figure that out is by speaking up, getting your voice out there and growing as puberty hits, you know, very similar. Once you start online, you will start to figure out what works for you, who you are, yeah. the people you yeah. like, the people you follow. But, yeah. you know, by just reading and, and waiting and talking about it, saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, that is not a way to grow or develop or actually see who you are online. Yeah. Yeah. So this podcast, Dale, will be like 30 to 40 minutes long. So, I guess our advice at the end of this would be you just spent 30, 40 minutes listening to us talk. <laughs> now, go spend yeah, 15, 20 minutes, yep. you know, creating something, doing your own writing. And at the end of that 15, 20 minutes, extra goal, complete whatever it is that you're creating. So, whether you're doing a video, complete it, publish it. So, you've got 15, 20 minutes to create something and put it out there. Well, I mean, the reality is I'll go and edit this and spend a bunch more time. <laughs> but this is about... This is about you. Yeah, it is. Uh, Exactly right. And hitting that send button is one of the most, you know, some of these conversations I've been having with trainers, we've talked about this in other episodes. It's like spending all this time creating a product or, you know, a series of uh, articles and things like that in secret. So people do do creative, but that's that's the last element. It's like you actually have to then get it out into the world in some way and there's so many tools and platforms and things now to do that that there's there's not really a reason why you can't do that yeah just just hit send that is the the easy part i find a lot of time and and this particularly when i was starting out because i didn't feel i had the expertise or um the, the authority to be saying these things or um justifying while i was doing it and now I think with time you just hit send and yeah you don't I don't even it's think a relief, about it right ah, almost I don't in a even way think about it yeah because well for me it's almost like a relief because it's like okay it's done I can move on to the next thing now but you know like the more time you put on in the thing put on put on put on the more you can get just stuck in that developing that thing so you know take that weight off your shoulders and and just hit the publish button 
and uh, you'll you'll probably feel a lot, well. Maybe actually the first few times you'll feel really nervous. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> um, and then you'll sit there and you'll refresh your social media. You'll sit there and you refresh, 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 waiting for a comment, waiting for a comment, waiting for a comment. And then like we talked about before, no one will even comment on it. You'll get no a few one. likes. <laughs> no, no one <laughs> And even all cares. the stuff you, you got worried about won't happen. But as you keep doing it and people keep watching you show up and they watch, they get to come on that journey too. They start watching your voice develop. They start seeing you show up differently and they start getting to know you because you keep showing up because you keep sending stuff because you keep publishing because your voice gets clearer and and you begin begin to understand um what it is that you want to say and in that process that that's then how you'll start resonating with people how you'll start engaging then you will hit send on something and you know people will be like you know reaching out to you and and wanting to talk and things like that so Start where you're at. It starts with that habit of creating and hitting publish. Yeah. And that's how you find your voice. Mm. It's not, It's we don't have an exercise for you that you can sit and spend, you know, an hour today that suddenly at the end of it, you'll you'll become an expert at sharing your voice. It, it, it is one of those things where it's like, just start and and get started. Yeah, and I think uh, Nike, who's my, probably my favourite brand, says it well. Just do it. Do you know what I mean? Like you've just got to start somewhere, Cole, and get it out there. Um, mm-hmm. And you you won't build a tribe or a following straight away. That that, that like was said on so many interviews and um, conversations we've had. That is consistency. Your consistency of showing up, putting yourself out there, having quality content that is authentic to yourself. That is when you start building your tribe. Right, and then you start leading, and the way you lead is by being consistent, showing up, being yourself, mm. not copying other people, um, and and you do it week in, week out, um, and it takes time. Nothing will happen overnight, and if you expect that and if you're waiting for praise, I guarantee no one will be patting you on the back. It's, it's not like in Little League or uh, Little Athletics at primary school these days where everyone gets a ribbon. There's no, there's nothing like that online. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I think if you if you do take away anything from this, just get started, embrace it, and yeah, you don't expect a pat on the back because it's not going to come. <laughs> yeah, if you if you do really need a pat on the back, though, we'll say you can join our Facebook group. Yeah. And tell tell us, and we'll, we'll get- give you a big thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get in there. Uh, but think- yeah, that's one way. If you if you are looking for like someone to say great job, uh, which I think we you know a lot of us are. Then, then yeah, come to find uh, lead your tribe on the on Facebook on yeah. the Facebook on the Facebook on our yeah. was drop drop the drop the the um, <laughs> is it time for it? Yes. right here, right now. That was a good one it? today. Was it? Thanks, mate. And yeah. my voice is shocking. I'm sorry for <laughs> listeners that I might. And this is like just be yourself. Like I, I don't think I've got a very nice voice. And then when you do a lot of presenting, it gets a lot worse. But just keep showing up because um, we all have those days, I suppose, where you may not look your best or you may have a zit or your hair's not doing what you want to or your voice sounds like a really off chainsaw. Well, just embrace it because that's who you are for the day. So, Kyle, would you like to start or me? What have you been up to? Well, you just made me think of how I think especially having becoming a, a father really taught me about that, like showing up no matter how you feel. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, and I'd read about the concept for a while and Seth Godin, who I really like reading, he talks about it quite a bit. Like, you know, like no one cares if you're tired, like, you know, not not in like a mean way, but just like, you know, the people that you're serving out there, you know, your clients and things like that, like they still want you to come and, and give them something. So, finding that reserve in myself that I didn't know I had where I could still sit down and do work and get out there and engage with people. And oftentimes it made me feel, made me feel better, you know, for doing that. So that that was just something that came up then when you're talking about that. Well, that's, that's essentially just game face, isn't it? That like, you know, people don't care if you're tired. People don't care if you don't have much energy. Like Mm. that's, it happens and some days are harder than others and you just got to push through. And again, that's, what everything we're talking about, you just got to get going. Yeah, yeah, mm. I like that. So, what's been happening, mate? Well, speaking of tired, so this is like peeling back the curtain to my personal life <laughs> uh, with sleep and toddlers. So, we have been f- we've found this um, group really helpful. They're called uh, Possums. They're based in Queensland. Uh, yeah, possums online and basically they're like do a bunch of research around sleep for kids and they've just released some stuff on toddlers for toddlers as well. Uh, and it's it's like no sleep training, no like cried out type stuff. So for parents out there who um, who are like, want you know, it's a touchy topic with parenting because if you have done sleep training, you're listening to this or sleep school, or whatever. Like, I, it's not the wrong thing for us. It was not. It was not the right thing. It was not an avenue we wanted to go down, and we found this possum stuff just really awesome way to like engage with our child and help her develop like a positive feelings around around sleep, um, which in turn has has helped her sleep. So we didn't have to do anything. Uh, where we had to like sit in another room and like listen to her, like, you know, sort of sort herself out or anything like that. Like it's much more hands-on um, just like with anything we're talking about, like becoming better at stuff. Their philosophy is really around, um, you know, kids need to learn how to sleep like any other skill. And they've just got some different ways of, of helping you teach them how to like, how to sleep. So I found that really helpful. So I just thought for other parents and also for you, Dale, because you're, you're going to have a little one soon, uh, their stuff's really good and it, it makes a lot of sense with other sleep stuff that I've read before. Cool, because I have uh, have been told a lot about that, Cole, that sleep's uh, one thing that uh, you may be lacking a little bit. So possums, all right. We can put that in possums. the show notes, mate. I'm yeah. sure people would be interested to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also just like uh, – I feel like the two women who run it, like super inspiring the way that they've like really dedicated themselves to like becoming experts at this thing and get them. And it's like, it's, it's, it's like $37 as well. Like you think like coming from this online marketing world, you'd be like, Oh, this will be like a thousand dollar info <laughs> product and it's yeah. 37 bucks. So they're really like making it affordable to all, all parents. So my hair is falling in my face. That's cool. Need to get a haircut. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Possums. 
Pass it on to Bree as well. She All can right, start watching some of the stuff now. <laughs> Possum, I'll get on that. Yeah. Nice, mate. I like that. Um, mine is something that I was going to share. I've been pretty excited about. Now, I don't know. When was the retreat we did in Phillip Island? How long ago was that? Was that two years was, ago? Yeah, it was 2018 because it was right before my daughter was born. So, mm. it was like August yeah, 2018. Zoe, yeah, because Zoe was quite... Uh, Quite large. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she was in you the last say, yeah. I'd never say to someone, oh, you're Here she large. is, like, cooking for us and <laughs> yeah. doing all the stuff for us. She was amazing, yeah. She was. She did a really good job. But I remember um, it was really powerful, uh, The and, and this is what you created, Kyle, um, but we all sort of put things out there that we wanted to achieve. And one of the things I said is that I <sighs> got a book idea. And, I know what this is. Yes, I got a book idea, and, uh, like, I've been working at it for two years, and I finally – uh, signed a deal with Wiley Global Publishing. So, um, wow. yeah, pretty excited, mate. So, uh, yeah, I've got a, a book that uh, – virtual high five. Thank you, mate. So <laughs> uh, May 2021, uh, yeah, the book will be out around the world. Wow. So That's, um, that's quick. That's it, like is, it is. So it is. Yeah. I think uh, – because I, I, I wrote the first one. I do things pretty quick. I wrote the first sort of my idea in uh, I think 40,000 words in about seven days. And wow. um, that was two years ago now. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I've got a few other experts and professors and things on board to back up my ideas and sort of essentially around play and how you can sort of bring more fun into your life. So um, I won't give away too much of the title and everything like that, but uh, – as far as something that scares the absolute crap out of me, as I said, I'm not a good writer. <laughs> um, that this is this is something that was on my bucket list. Doing a TED talk and writing a book are two things that yeah. really scared me. And um, I believe that you should always be trying to strive to do things that scare you because that's when you grow. And yeah. so this is one thing. Trying to yeah, obviously get this get this sorted and. Um, it's something, yeah, I'm pretty proud of. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to share that with everyone. And for the lovely ladies who are on the retreat, I know when I said that, that um, yeah, it's been a long time. And I just wanted to say I've, I've achieved that goal. It's not published yet, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting closer. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I know you've been telling me about that in, in secret mm. over the last few weeks. And, uh, yeah, that's really exciting that that's all locked in now. Yeah, it is. It's it's really cool. So now it's all locked in. I've I've told them what I can deliver. Now I've got to actually do it. So <laughs> <laughs> just show up and do it and and put in the work. And I think that's essentially what we're talking about today. So there yeah. you go, Cole. You said it was going to be what did you say? Thirty five, forty minutes. That's nearly yeah. spot on the money. Hey, you're a man of your word. I like it. <laughs> Well, yes. thanks, thanks for today, everyone, and first episode of Lead Your Tribe. Um, as we said in our last episode, that we are going to get some new guests on that will be from all different professions and areas mm-hmm. that have built tribes and communities um, in different ways because that is the way you learn from other people doing great work. And um, I know Kyle and myself will, will continue to do episodes like this where we pick a topic and we share ideas because we've both had a lot of expertise and years of doing that. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to try and get some new people on here, some new voices as well. Yeah, I think that would be great. All right, mate. Well, right. be good. Enjoy possum. Is it like prime possum? Prime possum is awfully cuddly. Remember prime possum? Or is that that's a, is that a country thing? It's like, like that. Is that a that regional? might be a country thing. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard that. 
Oh, well, they, well every every night at 7 o'clock on Prime back in the day, there'd be this possum that would come on and go, Prime. Anyway, I'm not going to sing it again, but that's when you'd go to bed because Prime possum would be on TV. Oh, that's, oh, there you go. I'm learning something from just being a country lad. Prime possum. <laughs> Maybe they did inspire it. Because, <laughs> they might yeah. have. <laughs> uh, all right, mate. Well, thanks for today. I appreciate it. Yep, and thanks, everyone. Uh, let us know what you think of the new name, the new look of our faces uh, in your podcast uh, editor, like if you can leave a review for us. Oh, that'd would be... absolutely love that. Thank you. Or if you come to the website and uh, and there's a little video there you can watch too, so maybe come, come check that out as well. Legends. All See right. you later, great man. See ya.